Hey folks, Pastor Eric Tritton here from Gloria Day Lutheran Church in Hudson, Ohio. Uh, thanks for being with me for uh, a weekly word. Uh, as we're working through the epiphany season, I always get to this part of the year and I think about how that word epiphany means that uh, a light is shown. And I think about that in terms of the uh, the life of the church, as well as you know the star shining on on uh, Jesus and uh, revealing him to the the Magi. Uh, I think that there's a theme of that for us to consider as we think about our life of faith in the world too. That we, uh, by our witness, shine a light on who Jesus is and what he's done for us. So. I want to talk a little bit about that idea of uh, the mission of God as witness, witness that we participate in. In Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Jesus was commissioning his disciples and he says to them, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things that I have commanded you, and behold them with you always to the very end of the age. When he says, uh, go and make disciples, um, it's, it's kind of interesting. In the original language, there's a sense of, as you're going, what I want you to do is make disciples. And there's a couple of things that go into this when we start talking about making a disciple. Part of it is uh, baptizing, that God works through baptism to create faith in people and to make disciples. And also teaching. So there's this word and sacrament element to uh, this work of mission uh, as the church. And I, I see that as um, a church and church member type of a thing as well. That uh, there are parts of this that really require the, the broader church to be involved with it. But God also works through individuals. You know, As individuals, we can often be the people who share the word. Uh, to share the hope that we have in Jesus with people. And, uh, and then we, we bring them to the church where they can receive the sacraments and they can hear that word for themselves. Now, this idea that, that God's people are witnesses, it's, it's nothing new. Um, even when Jesus was getting ready to ascend into heaven, he told the apostles uh, that they would be witnesses for him, that they would be people who testify about what Jesus has done. Uh, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he told them, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That's uh, Pentecost. Um, but the Holy Spirit's also in you through baptism. Uh, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. This isn't a localized thing, but nor is it merely a global thing. Witness can be as close as your next-door neighbor, it can also be as far away as the other side of the world. Uh, and it's not just for the apostles and it's not just for pastors to be about this work of witnessing. Uh, in 1 Peter 2 verse 9, uh, the apostle writes this, he says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of God's own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We often use that uh, verse in the baptismal liturgy. You know, when we talk about the child or the individual, uh, could be an adult, uh, who's now been baptized, and we recognize they are a partner in this proclamation 
of the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. In other words, we're talking about our Lord Jesus. We're talking about our Savior. Now, sometimes when we think about being a witness, we, we use this word evangelism. People get a little bit scared about that and they get a little bit uncomfortable talking about their faith. And I think that maybe we put too much pressure on ourselves when it comes to evangelism, uh, when it comes to this witness part of the life of faith. Uh, and what I mean by that is what I was talking a little bit about last week um, with the mission of God being God's mission. If the mission of God is God's mission, he's the one who's doing this work. And I often think about Jesus being the good shepherd, and the shepherd leads the sheep. And, and if we are his sheep, if we are his flock, we're following behind him. And he's leading us in his mission. And along with that, we remember that the Holy Spirit is the one who calls, gathers, and enlightens all believers. So the work of converting people, the work of bringing people to faith, it's actually God's work. And it's like he, he brings us along with him in that work. You know, so the pressure is really not on, on you or on me to make this happen. God is actually at work in people's lives, and we can trust him to do that work. And, and I think that this might be something that, that we unnaturally pressure ourselves and pressure others to find those times where we can testify. If, if, if God is leading us in this, he will create those opportunities for us to talk about what Jesus has done. Now, when that opportunity comes, some things to think about. Because I, I think that when we talk to other people about our faith, that sometimes we can get on the wrong subject. And what do I mean by that? Uh, sometimes when we talk about the faith, we start talking about ourselves. You know, we, we talk about the difference that the faith makes in us. Um, and it becomes more focused on my actions uh, instead of what God has done for me. Um, one of the ways that the world tends to look at Christians is that we are people who are judgmental and self-righteous as though we're somehow better than other people. And I think that some of this might flow from, you know, I had this going on in my life and now my life is so much better and, and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing this. You know, and the faith becomes my goodness. You know, that the, the core of the faith becomes about the, the, the nice things, the good things that I do. Remember that the heart and the core of the Christian faith is that Jesus died for sinners, that he died for you and me. And so somewhere along the lines, when we start talking about the interaction of this faith in our lives as we testify about what God has done to us, that idea that we are forgiven sinners, it, it needs to be in there. Uh, that, that idea that, that God has redeemed me uh, and there's nothing that I've done to earn this is actually a, a kind of an important part of this. That what we want to portray to the world is not that we are morally superior or, or better than anybody else but that we're people who live in Jesus' forgiveness. And that, and that forgiveness, that's going to have some impact. It's going to change the things that we do. Uh, and it might change our behaviors and our interactions with others. But start with, you know, I'm forgiven. 
I think another place that people get a little bit messed up is whether the message is more rooted in the law than in the gospel. Sometimes the way that Christianity gets portrayed is that it's just another morality lesson that's out there. Now, the Christian faith certainly has things to say about morality and it has things to say about you know, how we treat one another. But we can't reduce Christianity to rules. Uh, Christianity is about God breaking into this world and saving us from sin and death. Uh, the law reveals that sin, and so we, we, we need to talk about that. But Christianity, you, you really can't boil it down to just being nice. You know, being nice is not the same thing as loving your neighbor as yourself. You know, when we love our neighbors, there, there's an interaction there that seeks something better for them than what the world is offering to them. And I think that sometimes when we're just being nice, we don't speak the truth in love. Um, now, I'm not saying that we should be jerks. That's not helpful either. Um, you know, but it's not about the nice being nice to the nice. It's about loving your neighbor. And that means that sometimes we are going to talk about the law. Um, but at the same time, we want to get back to that message of the gospel. We want to get to the message of forgiveness. And if a person hasn't sinned, you know, they don't think they've sinned, then they don't think they need Jesus' forgiveness either. So the message can't be all about the law, but it can't ignore the law either. It can't be simply therapy, you know, something that just makes us you know, feel a little bit better. We want to speak the truth in love, and we want to deal with root causes. We want to get to this fact that we live in a world that is in rebellion against our Creator. But our Creator loved us so much that He gave His Son to die for us, and His Spirit continues to seek us out and, and, and try to bring us to Himself. We actually pray about this uh, work that we do in witness when we pray in the Lord's Prayer, Hallowed be thy name. When we pray, Hallowed be thy name, we're, we're asking uh, that our words would reflect God's word, that, that we would treat him as holy. And part of that is that we actually reflect who he is in the things that we say. But not just in the, the, the things that we say, but in, in the way that we live as well that our lives would show our faith and our hope, that our lives would show that we trust in Jesus for forgiveness and that that forgiveness is doing something in our lives. The fact of the matter is people hear us when we're out in the world. People see us and the world judges us. That's just the reality. And as, as we're going through life, God will call upon us to be his witnesses, to testify about what he has done for us. It doesn't need to be complex. It doesn't need to be contrived. It really shouldn't be contrived. And it doesn't have to be this high-pressure sale, nor does it have to be all about the apologetics and, and having all of the, the dates and the verses and all of those things. Sometimes it's helpful, but it doesn't need to be that all the time. It just needs to be faithful. It needs to share who Jesus is 
and what he's done. Not just for you, that's important too, but what he's done for the world. How he's given his life for all of us. And that all who trust in him will be saved. So when you think about witnessing, you know, be encouraged. It's not as hard as it sounds. Have hope. Trust that God is leading this process and that he will work through you to bring faith to others. Amen.